Welcome back. Oh my gosh, this is another episode of Tisha Singleness Talks. Oh my goodness. I'm so excited to have you guys on here with me. Oh, thank you so much for the support. I appreciate every download. I appreciate everyone who is tuning in and actually receiving something and taking it and actually running with it. I appreciate it so much, guys. So tonight we are going to talk about grieving and not just any old kind of grieving, but grieving your old self, your old ways, grieving, grieving. The Hebrew definition is to mourn, grieve, sorrow, lament, well, and wear the willow, wear the sadness of letting go and cutting off certain people, places, and things. But isn't it nice to know that we have a comforter in Holy Spirit? And we have a scripture as well, Psalms 34, 18. The Lord is close to those who have suffered disappointment and he saves those who are discouraged. Grieving isn't just when someone dies. Grieving is when you have to detach yourself from something or someone or even from yourself or your old ways and old habits. And it brings you such a sadness. Because yes, you want to grow, but it's still a mourning process. You still have to cry. You still have to release the old thing. For the very thing or even things, hear me out, you can grieve for someone who's not even dead. Just because your mind and body are shedding off the dead weight of what no longer serves you. So I'm going to go back into the scripture. So Peter in this particular passage states, after he denied Jesus three times, they knew who he was. But then after denying Jesus, he felt such a sadness. The scripture states he cried bitterly, grieving the disappointment in himself for denying Jesus. And also, I'm going to go into that whole entire verse in and out of it. So Luke 22, verse 44, Jesus' followers were also grieving him while he was still there, taking it all in. However, Jesus woke them up like, why aren't you guys praying so you won't be tempted? And also, we'll go back into Luke 22, 54 through the 60th verse. And it says, Jesus and his followers went to a place called Gethsemane. And he said to them, sit there while I pray. But he told Peter, James, and John to come with him. And he began to be very distressed and troubled. And he said to them, my heart is so heavy with grief. I feel as if I am dying. Wait here and stay awake. Jesus went on a little farther away from them and fell to the ground and prayed. He asked that if it possible, he would not have this time of suffering. not have this time of suffering he said abba father you can do all things don't make me drink from this cup jesus was full of pain he struggled hard in that prayer sweat dripped from his face like drops of blood falling to the ground when he finished praying he went to his followers and he found them asleep worn out from their grieving jesus said to them why are you sleeping get up and pray 
pray against temptation. But grief is not just grieving somebody who has left this earth. Grieving is grieving anything you could possibly think of. Coping with the loss of someone or something you love is one of life's biggest biggest challenges. You may associate grieving with the death of a loved one, which is often the cause of most intense type of grief, but any loss can cause grief, including a divorce, a relation breakup, loss of health, losing a job, loss of financial stability, a miscarriage, retirement, even a death of a pet, loss of a cherished dream, a loved one's serious illness, loss of a friendship, loss of a safety after a trauma, even selling your family home. Even subtle losses in life can trigger a sense of grief. For example, you might grieve after moving away from home, graduating from college, or changing jobs. Whatever you lost, it's personal to you. So don't feel ashamed about how you feel or believe that it's somehow only appropriate to grieve for certain things if the person, animal, relationship, or situation was significant to you. It's normal to grieve the loss you're experiencing. Whatever the cause of your grief, there are healthy ways to cope with that pain that in time can ease your sadness and help you come to terms with your loss and find new meaning and eventually move on with your life. Inevitably, the grieving process takes time. Healing happens gradually. It can't be forced or hurried. And there is no normal timetable for your grief or your grieving. Some people start to feel better in weeks or months. For others, the grieving process is measured in years. Whatever your grief experience is, it's important to be patient with yourself and allow the process to naturally unfold. One of the myths and facts about grief and grieving, the myth is that the pain will go away faster if you ignore it. But the fact is trying to ignore your pain or keep it from surfacing will only make it worse in the long run. For real healing, it is necessary to face your grief and actively deal with it. And here's how to deal with the grieving process. While grieving a loss, it is an inevitable part of life. There are ways to help cope with the pain and come to terms with the grief that you feel inside and eventually find a way to pick up the pieces and move on with your life. The first step is acknowledging your pain. The second step is accept that grief can trigger many different and unexpected emotions at any time, any hour, at any second of any day. Understand that your grieving process will be unique to you. And of course, seek out face-to-face support from people who care about you. Support yourself emotionally by taking care of yourself physically. Recognize the difference between grief and depression. When I just think about like every went through so many different stages of grief. I went through so many different stages, grieving the loss 
of friends, grieving the loss of situations and things that no longer serve me and detaching completely. But there's nine stages of grief. Of course, there's shock and denial. This can't be happening. Then there's disorder. I just can't. And then there's anger. Why me? There's guilt and bargaining. If only I had. There's distress. I can't sleep or eat. There's depression. What am I without them? Loneliness. What should I do without them? Withdrawal. I give up. Acceptance. I can't change it. Those are nine stages of grief. But... I know you guys are like, oh my gosh, you know, this is such a heavy topic, but, but I just wanted to come and be real and open and honest with you guys about the grief and the grieving process that I've been in and what that entails for me, you know, that entails for me crying, thinking about loved ones that are no longer here. And just knowing that they're proud and just wondering, you know, about certain things. But also a big part about grieving is letting go. Completely just letting go. And just knowing that everything that you had to release, everything that you are releasing is for your better. It's for a more healthier version of you. And it's okay that at one point that once was a part of who you were. And as a matter of fact, it'll always be a part of who you are. But it's time to release it. Release it and allow God to do a new thing in you. In your mind, in your heart, in your soul. So we shut the door of grief on tonight. That we would never pick up what we're releasing right now. That we would continue to walk forward and move forward in the purpose that God has for us. And whatever that looks like in whatever capacity. Like we finally have the courage to let go. And allow a new love for yourself to unfold. And allow a new love and a new appreciation for what it is that God is doing inside of you. It's something fresh. It's something so refining. But I just want to thank you guys for listening and tuning in. And also, happy Super Bowl Sunday. (laughs) But of course, before we go, of course, I'm going to close out in prayer. Because I truly want you guys to know what it feels like to release 
what no longer serves you and walk into your greater calling, walk into your greater destiny and trust God in the new and in the unlearning process. But before you can welcome the new, you have to feel. You have to feel the loss. You have to know that it's okay to lose people. You have to know that it's okay to lose people. I'll say it again. You have to know that it's okay to lose people. Know that it's a season. It was just a season that they were supposed to be there. Know that it's okay to lose a job. Know that it's okay to not know and be in an uncertain space. And just trusting God in that unknowing, willingly, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay to grieve the loss that you once felt in our feeling for safety and allow God's protection to come in like a flood and flood your mind, flood your heart, and flood your spirit. It's okay to grieve your pet. It's okay to grieve A dream you once had. It's okay to release that dream and allow God to bring an even bigger dream. It's okay to even allow God to take your circle completely away and make it just you and Him. It's okay to grieve the circle you once had. It's even okay to grieve any loss that you can possibly even think or even imagine. But God, I just thank you right now, God, for what you are doing inside the hearts of everyone who listens and stays tuned in to Tisha's Singleness Talks. God, I just want to thank you for how you're shifting their mindset, how you're shifting their perspective, how you're leading them, oh God, into a more freeing, more freeing relationship with you, God. I just want to thank you, Lord God, for everything that they are grieving and are going to feel grief for as they listen, God. And I thank you for the weight being broken and annihilated. God, I just thank you right now. Thank you that there is no one like you, God. 
Thank you that our lives are in your hand, God. Thank you that you are all-knowing. You are omnipotent. And God, I just thank you that you are here, there, and everywhere. So God, I thank you that you're right here with me, God, as much as you're right there with them, oh God, as they're listening. And as they're doing whatever they're doing at the time that they listen, God. I pray that they would feel such a freedom after hearing this, God. And I just thank you. Thank you for the grief that you felt. Thank you for the grief that Peter felt. Thank you for the grief that we feel right now, God. And thank you for new beginnings, God. Thank you that we will not take the old in with the new God. But God, we thank you that we would completely put on a complete new mindset, a new perspective, new ways, God. I just thank you for new ways. Thank you for the freshness of new. Thank you for even your precious Holy Spirit glowing in them, inwardly and outwardly, God. Thank you, God. And in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And I pray that you guys have a wonderful upcoming week and a wonderful weekend. And again, guys, it is okay to cry. It's okay to let it go. It's okay if you need to wail. But trust and know that God has something bigger and better for you. If he's asking you to let go and release it, that's for a reason. And thank you for listening.